The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who do not understand English, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive in my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Harry Crone Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Shara King. I'm Lansing Mike. And we're back. Yes. Oh, uh, delay. I was gone last weekend doing stuff, and you're like, hey, we're podcasting you know, 3 o'clock Sunday. I'm like, no. No. I'm not in town. Oh, dear. So, but we are here now. We, we have a, an episode, and we'll probably have another episode. Um, two? Well, no, next week. Or maybe two weeks. We'll see. Okay. Because, yeah, looking at the calendar, yeah, next week is first Friday already, isn't oh, it? Oh, okay. So then that would also be DBC? Yes. Okay. Oh, so that's on Saturday. Yes, DBC does tend to be on Saturdays. Oh, that could be bad. Uh, I might not be able to make it. Yeah, because today's the 28th when we record this. So, yeah, first Friday is the 2nd, and then February 3rd. Okay, we'll be DBC. Uh, we'll okay. be DBC. Ooh, I made plans for... The third, so whoops. Okay, whoopsie doodle. Well, the I will 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 deal with that as it comes, mm-hmm. and maybe I'll just take uh, some other Lansingites, wh- Lansingite kinksters uh, to DBC. But we will talk about that a bit more uh, in the upcoming events okay. se- section at the end of the show. Um, I want to make some corrections, well, addendums to um, the announcements um, mm-hmm. from last week in the mini-episode. Okay. So, I did set up a Facebook group, um, mm-hmm. and we have had a couple of listeners join. Cool. Um, but because I set it up as a secret Facebook group... You can't search it. You can't search it, and I can't add random people to it just by searching for them. I can only add people who are already on my friends list. Oh, okay. And listeners, I love you, but I really don't care what's going on in your life. Um, so I did post this. Ouch. To- Ouch. Okay. <laughs> well, but, but, yeah. Come on. Really, the only thing we have in common is this podcast. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it, it's messing up the advertising algorithms. So. so are you thinking of making it just a closed group? Right. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what I'm going to do. And it will be shifted to closed when this goes live. I posted in there asking if there was any objection and people were like, eh, no, not really. So it's a closed group. Can outsiders see the membership list? Yes. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. Outside when it's a closed group, anybody can search for the group and see who's in it mm-hmm. and they can see the description of the group mm-hmm. um, and the banner picture that I put up, which is just the banner picture for the podcast, mm-hmm. but they can't see any of the posts okay. without joining the group. And then I'm pretty sure I've got it set that a moderator, which would be either me or you, mm-hmm. um, ha- has to approve all members. Okay. All members. So, um, so yeah. So if someone wanted to join, they can't just join. Just as they could join, but they can't just join and then spy on some stuff or see stuff and then leave. They'd have to say, "I want to be. I want to join." And then you'd have to say, "Okay, yep, we'll check you out." And 
You don't seem super creepy. Okay. And, of course, we do have our sponsor, the mm-hmm. Dark Side of Kink uh, in Waterford, Michigan. Um, they are... They, they came about because uh, the owner of Dark Side of Kink noticed a distinct lack of uh, physical leather, quote, leather, mm-hmm. kinky leather shops in the Detroit area. Um, there's, no, there's no more leather... They're more clothing, and they have that yeah. back room, which has some stuff. Which, which has seen... some stuff. Well, I don't know. I've never gone leather shopping there, so I don't know how extensive it, their stuff is. It, but it, always... it is more punk than kink mm-hmm. from from the times I've been there. Because uh, I know yeah. I've seen some nice... I, I've seen Woof there, the book. Yes. I think, or or was it Bark? I know one of the pup manuals I've seen there in their case. I think I've seen other... Uh, you know, so they have some stuff, but they, yeah, they, never, they have some it stuff. It never seems super extensive. Right. And it's really small and dingy. Mm-hmm. And, it's yeah. very tight. Then there was used to be Triangle Leather World in Kalamazoo, but that's been gone a while now. So, yeah, yeah I can't think of where else you'd go, even mid Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, Dark Side of Kink in, in Waterford mm-hmm. or online at darksideofkink.com. Um, you can use. Our promo code Kinky Podcast, all one word, uh, to get ten percent off your initial order, and you can also use it in person. Just be sure to mention either the Kinky Podcast code or a hairy prone companion when you uh, make your purchase in person, and you will get that ten percent off, and will will help support the, us. Now, yeah, then the rules lawyer in me is like, so. So you said initial, so it's a one-time person I, use it I, once? I believe, I believe so. Now, is uh, it on I'm, one item or the whole? On the whole order. Oh, okay. it, it, it will cover It will cover the whole order. Okay. I, I do know that. Oh, okay. Um, so, well, cool. yeah. So and go to their site. Look. Co- I know that the site's expanded. When I first looked at it, they only had hoods up. But that was, I think, even before their opening that they had on Facebook. Yes. So I like would click leather, and it's like, is my, you know, is my browser just not? showing me stuff or because there's nothing here but it looks like they they've populated that so there's no more of their product is on their site yes and one of those new products uh is the revenge flogger Mm -hmm. um for 159.99 uh it is a well put together flogger with a long handle for good leverage and many, many, many very thin strips with the square cut on the end, which tends to go for a more stingy mm-hmm. sensation. Um, and uh, with good weight and good length on the handle, you can get a really good baseball swing in I there. Say, or if the handle's long enough, you use it two-handed. Uh, well, my, two-handed flogging could be pretty intense. <laughs> Um, looking at this picture without a banana for scale, um, I think with my hands the size they are, I might be able to get a two-handed grip on there and, and yeah, swing it like a baseball bat. That's why it's called the revenge flogger. Yes. (laughs) So again, uh, 80 meticulously cut, uh, eighth of an inch tails, uh, oil tan cowhide comes with a standard eight or 12 plate braided handle and finished with Turk's head knots and a braided wrist loop available uh, for purchase at darksideofkink.com or the dark side of kink store in Waterford. And once again, the code kinky podcast to help support us and get 10% off your order. All right. 
Gossip? Gossip. Uh, actually, one funny thing of gossip was you told me about the sponsorship. I mm-hmm. think while I was at the convention, I got the text saying, hey, there's a sponsor. I'm hey, like, there's cool. a sponsor. Uh, but while I was there, uh, there's nothing really kinky happened, but Confusion does not have a kink panel like PangoCon does. Okay. Uh, uh, line of programming. Uh, PangoCon is the one that usually conflicts with Claw. But one of the people I was talking to was a woman who uh, helps run the... Uh, after dark stuff at PangoCon. Mm-hmm. We're just talking, and I guess she is familiar with or knows the people who are uh, set up the dark side of King. Okay, cool. So that was really neat. I was like, oh, right, cool. And so I told mm-hmm. her about the podcast. Uh, it was interesting because we were just comparing notes because she's involved in the kink scene in Detroit. And I'm like, oh, do you know of this or this? And she had never heard of number six, which I understand. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of private and in someone's home. Uh, but then, like, Detroit Bondage Club, I don't think she was super aware of them. So I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, and again, you know, as we have come to discover, the gay kink world and the straight kink world are can be very different beasts be, at times. but yeah. that will be, I think, topics for future ones. I, a couple, maybe, of our expert topics should be more about uh, what are the differences and also sex and kink, the relationship. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I see gays as using kink as foreplay for sex, but I see the straights as more kink for kink's sake. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, controversial point here, I might just be saying, but maybe the straights are being more honest to the kink and, and giving it more its time, where we just are using it just to get off with. It's it's another technique we're using to get our rocks off, which, <laughs> which we are prone to like enjoying. Our, yeah. our community is very... Can be very sexualized, which is its it own can. bugaboo because everybody is sexy, or wants to have sex. Well, uh, asexual uh, asexuality is a, a sexuality, just along yes. with homo and hetero. Yes. So, um, speaking of the straight kink world mm-hmm. and podcasts, I discovered another kinky podcast mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to, even though they don't need my help because they're already top. Top 12 in the iTunes sex and sexuality um, list. So they're right up there with Dan Savage. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is Off the Cuffs uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I've listened to a few episodes. Um, I listened to them at work, which was a bad idea. uh, Because even though I was listening with headphones, they got me uh, excited. Mm -hmm. So I had to make a careful retreat from my desk to the men's room and take things in hand. Uh, but yes, I, I do recommend them for non-work listening. Uh, so um, should you have room in your uh, podcast role for another... Uh, let's see here. How often are they publishing? Looks like... one. The, so... Looks like uh, between 45 minutes and 90 minutes, depending on the topic and the guest, once a week. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, give them a listen. Uh, I'm sure they would appreciate it. And Yeah. Uh, all Did right. you have any fun? Or oh, I, ha- I have had, I've had quite a bit of fun mm-hmm. uh, since we spoke last. So... Um, where to begin? Let, let, let's start at simple and easy. Um, yesterday, I had coffee and a, um, a light snack mm. with um, this 
I think I can safely describe him as an old hairy hippie mm-hmm. um, who I have been gently pursuing mm-hmm. for a while. Um, and it, yeah, he, he needs a gentle touch. Mm-hmm. And so I, we got traded phone numbers, traded addresses, and I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to probably more vanilla than most of my extracurricular mm-hmm. exploits. But yeah, I think, I think it'll be fun. And mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that is, that's wonderful. And that is uh, potential more than anything else. Um, I did have two sessions since we last recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, one of the guys who um, he likes his sex rough and mean. I mm-hmm. think I might have talked about him before on okay. the podcast. I, I'm not sure what name he would want me to use on here, uh, if any. Okay. Um, so we'll we'll leave out identifying deep details. But um, suffice it to say, uh, one of the reasons why I like playing with him is that uh, with him I can engage in my more infrequently available kinks. Mm -hmm. No, I have talked about him before because he was the one that I was in the no-tell room with with the uh, luggage rack. Oh, that was maybe, yeah, our last episode? Yeah, that was last episode. But yeah, since since that time in that hotel room, we have played uh, two more times and have gotten down and dirty Mm -hmm. and uh, leave the details out of it. He's fun. He can be, you know, he can be intense in his kinks and okay. you know um i uh, when i was at the con mm-hmm. i brought out the the luggage rack seat and told my roommates it's like yes always put a towel on this <laughs> i've heard stories well i mean if it's the outside of your luggage it's not as bad but yeah, no uh, it's still bad because that luggage will then touch my car seat my trunk <laughs> it's, it's it's you know kind of why you wrap the condom up and then throw it out after you've used it because it's Got stuff on it that can touch things, and that can touch things, and that can touch things. But uh, anyway, so yeah, we we explore uh, some more extreme fetishes cool. together, um, and he has he has made connections with other guys who enjoy that fetish, and I'm like, we should spend some quality time together in a group, and <laughs> and I'm thinking maybe we should do it at like uh, Creek Ridge. Okay. Campground, mm-hmm. because you know, with play of that caliber, you have to be careful because it, it, you'll end up having to wash it off the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gets everywhere. So, yeah, ha- having somewhere outside, mm-hmm. you know, put down a tarp near a river and yeah, go wild. I I think that would work. Just make sure we do it. Um, that we are downwind from the rest of the campground. <laughs> well, the player is a, a distance. You have to yeah. walk through trails to get anywhere. So, um, and the other f- fun thing um, is, I had a really intense session with the puppy formerly known as Pup Fiver. Okay. Um, we'll we'll get into. Names are going to be the expert portion mm-hmm. of this, um, but yeah, he uh, he found a name for himself that he feels fits better. So from here on out, he will be Pup Fritzy. Okay. Um, 
So he was uh, introduced to the concept of fisting um, from the him as the top mm-hmm. uh, with a friend of his. And he's like, the things I did to him, I want to have done to me. And I know that you that you do this, so will you pretend in me? I was like, well, I'll definitely give it a, a try. Uh, so yeah, went over um, to his place and I wasn't able to get in all the way to the wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got pretty far in and gave him an amazing anal orgasm. You know, when his vocab when he went from being a little bit chatty to his vocabulary dropping down to the word fuck mm-hmm. over and over and over. And I'm like, we've hit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, A, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to give him that intense experience. Mm-hmm. But I was also a little disappointed because I knew that we weren't going to be able to go any farther that session. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, That's he, why you practice and kind of train up to that. Right. And so we're... Um, also, I mean, if you... Went all the way, you know, to the shoulder. You know, it's like, well, where else is there to go after that? <laughs> when the, the first time you do something is your most intense experience. Exactly. It's like, oh, yeah. You want, you want something to look forward to and to build up yeah. your sense of accomplishment. And, yeah. End up, and yeah, be careful that you don't end up uh, chasing the dragon. Um, but yeah, I gave him this amazing anal orgasm, and then when he finally came back to Earth, he's like. I felt that in my hands and my feet and my lips are tingling. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'm very happy that I was able to, uh, to give him that. And now I'm trying to find. You're trying to find. I will. uh, I had one other thing that was yesterday in a running club that meets infrequently. But when Mm -hmm. I met, there was one person in it and we're talking and they're from out of town actually. But. When, well, they've gone to many of what you call the interhashes, like all the hash groups will eventually uh, get together. Several like cities worth will get together for a campground and the weekend, and they can be pretty debauched. It's a lot of nudity, a lot of drinking, and they were, we were talking about uh, basically consent. How mm-hmm. and I think that's one thing that I do think. Uh, that, well, I think the straight kink world has down. I think they're the forefront of actual like figuring out consent and doing that because it's something you kind of need in some situations especially if you're divorcing or having kink and scenes and sex being separate yeah you need consent up the wazoo for that to to lessen the drama mm-hmm. so i do really think straight kinksters have they're you know I've, i love it when uh you know outsiders are like oh i can't believe you know that's all just bunch of people fucking and, and it's like yeah but they're also the ones deal you know talking about consent and things like that and i think the rest of society can take a lesson from them uh because yeah that's been creeping into uh these debauched fun drunken kind of reveals uh because yeah it's you just can't go around grabbing everything or or thinking nudity is consent for a grope and right. it's been going around there it's a lot, a lot so it's like oh that's interesting so we talked about that and that also made me realize uh she also mentioned that hey She's curious about the kink scenes around because it interests her, but she doesn't know, you know, she's recently moved to the state. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's like, okay, well, there's munches and all this kind of stuff. So so that was interesting, too, because uh, those two things, the convention and then the running, just made me, well, a lot of ideas for topics, but also just 
oh, I need to like learn more about the other communities and because we can learn. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. some very useful things that the other communities have and we don't have to, you know, have overlap in our parties, but we can definitely know each other. And yeah, because I'm sure there's a lot of gay guys who show up to or bi guys who show up to, you know, straight kink events and wish there's a bit more about orgasms and coming. <laughs> and there's, I imagine, a lot of gay guys who are like, yeah, I really want to get tied up and tortured, but I really don't want to be brought off or have. Yeah, you know, I, I, I want to be tied up. I want to be touched, tortured and hurt. But leave my dick out of it. For yeah, once. I don't yeah. want sex. I, I have a partner. We're monogamous. But this is, you know, this, which is, I think for many gay guys, like confusing. It's like, well, wait a minute. I've got you tied up and you're hard, but you don't want me to bring you off. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, why not? And it's like, you're already most of the way there. <laughs> it's like, because my orgasms are for somebody else. All right. Uh, so I did find the, the thing yeah. I was looking for. Um, as my phone buzzes, I hope that wasn't too loud on the mic. The pup Fritzy and I were texting mm-hmm. uh, back and forth uh, last night, and I he said he said, "Well, you don't suck at getting my hole wide open." Mm-hmm. I joked, uh, "I'm gonna get it so that we can drive a Mack truck through there." It's like yay, and said, "Just fucking own me," and I said. I said, it's cheaper than renting, but I know I'm just filling a hole until your boyfriend, mm-hmm. long-distance long boyfriend, gets back in town. Mm-hmm. To which he responded to this, uh, with this, no, you aren't. Long-distance boyfriend can't be here all the time, but he can't give me the experiences that you've given me. He is my guy, but, the time, but as time goes by, I'm starting to think of you as my daddy. Hmm. I hope that doesn't freak you out. <laughs> To it, I responded, no, it doesn't, because when I turned 35, the universe smacked me upside the head and said, you're a daddy now. Go teach the, the legendary children. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yay. Well, uh, I, I am yours to mold and teach. I'm like, all right. We're, we're well, getting molded and stretched out. Yeah. And also, I mean, any of the techniques you're using with him are also ones that, you know, he and, and the boyfriend can play with, too. And yeah. Get that. I mean, that's, Absolutely. The nice thing is, like, learning stuff, it's like, oh, this is something that really does something for me. Okay. My primary play partners is like, let's see if they're into it. And then if they can be, you know, trained in how to do this. So, yeah, I I, I guess I now have a puppy of my own. <laughs> of, of course, you know, I, I, I don't claim exclusive rights to him at all, hmm. but... Still, it, it's nice. It's nice to have a puppy. I mean, relationships and connections like that. It's, you know, mm-hmm. even just, you know, fuck buddies, friends with benefits, all those levels are, even if they're, they do have a primary in their life, that is a bit of a relationship you've you know, established with someone. And it's not the end all be all, which is good because I think I've never seen it healthy where one person is one other person's everything. You know, I've, I've yeah. seen that in couples. It's like, oh, I have I have a friend who, when he had a boyfriend, boom, disappeared from all his friends' lives. Because for him, <laughs> that boyfriend was everything he wanted and everything he needed until it fell apart. And then suddenly you'd hear from him again. It just does not and, seem... And the pattern repeats. Uh, and it just doesn't seem healthy. Even if they didn't break up, maybe there's someone out there for you that can just fill all your needs and you can just be isolated together and happy. But I doubt it. I don't think we're necessarily wired that way as a species. And yeah. so it's, 
I want more and more networks. It's like, I we had this discussion with a friend last night. It's like, are you dating anyone? I'm like, no. And she seemed really sad about that. I'm like, all my needs are being met. And I don't, you know, dating one person is too much of my time. <laughs> it would be like, oh, I, you know, if you had a favorite book that you reread all the time and didn't read other books, it's like, okay, it's, I guess, pleasurable, but no, I want to have a full library <laughs> of books I've read, half read, might read multiple copies. I, I just stopped by a bookstore today and almost bought three books I've already read, but they're older books. And I'm like, I'd like to reread these. And it's like, well, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and, and Except you, I have a stack of books that need to be read now. So, And you have people in your life that if you want to go out for a nice dinner with somebody, you mm-hmm. you have someone that can do dinner, that. You want to share, share a movie with somebody, you can do that. You want to have hot, Run, hot kinky sex, yes, you can do that. I do. I, <laughs> I have a friend who's a semi-regular fuck buddy when I want that he now has a boyfriend they're wild for each other but the boyfriend himself is like hey you're cool i'm like cool maybe someday <laughs> cool. we'll all do a threesome when i have time if yeah. i have time but they've also thrown out on the monogamous word so i'm like okay i'm confused you're saying you're monogamous but you're both still very friendly toward me in that way i'm confused <laughs> that's not monogamous because mono is one uh, yeah ask them to it, 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 true monogamy is just masturbation alone just uh, love, you know yeah. married to one yeah. married to your Paul. maybe maybe they don't consider it cheating if they're both in the room well so, yeah. then yeah that i i would consider well i wouldn't consider that monogamous, monogamous yeah. yeah i'd say is that open you know and still committed that's the thing i think people always equate monogamous is committed and vice versa it's like no, you can be you can die with that person, but they won't be the one alone. Yeah, I mean, look, or you can be monogamous with someone, and then just like after you're slightly bored, bye, and then you move on to the next monogamy you're going to be having that serial monogamy of just like leapfrogging from one to the other. Yeah. So so no so uh, yeah so I mean yeah that that works for me and you know it was hard to explain to her because I think she's you know has that mindset of you find someone who is your not one and only, but the major, the major part of your life. Yes. And it's like, no, I don't. No, I, don't, I have no time for that. I'd feel really bad if I just took all my free time for relationships and gave it to one person because they wouldn't be having a, enough, I bet. Mm. <laughs> Probably good for two hours next Sunday. Because <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, let's hear. Yeah, it. not much. Have I, I mean, a little gossip, but not too much. No, not as much. So well, that... last episode was all gossip. So that... La- yeah, last episode was all gossip. So yeah, now finally we can move into the expert portion mm-hmm. of the show that we were going to talk about last mm-hmm. time. Uh, but yeah, the uh, names yeah, that we, we always, use, you um, know, in communities amongst ourselves. I mean, we always have the all. The, well, it came up primarily from screen names and things mm-hmm. like that. It's like or our, you know, like having a pup name. Yeah, nicknames. These are all things that I'm kind of curious about. It's like we do a lot of them, as you know, on different sites. Many people have a different name per site they're on. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, where you know what what is that sometimes about? And well, I mean, it it is part of the persona mm-hmm. that you are showing to that audience, mm-hmm. right? I mean, your your username on these sites and you know your pup name your name in the scene is generally one of the first things people will know about you mm-hmm. before your face your voice and some are very your your naked torso pick some i mean some are very you know uh spank daddy 65 
Yeah, some are rather exactly, yeah. yeah, well, you know, you want to spank people. You're, you know, born in 65, or you are 65, and you consider yourself a daddy. Yeah, so, Pro- probably born in 65. Yeah, numbers tend to be birth year. And then uh, the, uh, was so, you know, it can be very explainative of what you want, kind of advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, to me, I, it seems like there's about three reasons for having a alias, and one is just protection. You're mm-hmm. hiding from someone, you know, witness relocation thing. It's like, okay, <laughs> officers are going to kill you and your family because you snitched, so they give you different names. Uh, protecting your reputation, because Bank Daddy 65 could be a minister. And, you know, there's nothing illegal about finding young boys who really want to be spanked for titillation, but the parishioners might be like, I don't know, where, where in the Bible does it say that, that, you know, Jesus was big into spanking? Yeah, spare the rod, spoil the child. Is that? I think there? I think there's some, uh, you know, maybe there's some lost chapters that was him you know, apocrypha ho- holding court with the disciples and just getting down and dirty. Those would be wonderful books, uh, and it would really I think make Christianity a lot more appealing uh, to many people. <laughs> <laughs> would be very different. So I mean, yeah, one thing I think is just protection. You're protecting your reputation. You're protecting y- yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another thing is, um, oh, I mean, like you said, uh, sometimes you like to just display different aspects of yourself. Uh, you know, we we kind of code switch all the time. Uh, you probably, I go by one name with my family, but then mm-hmm. with my friends, it's a different name. In a formal setting, it's a different name. Yeah. And so, in a way, even nicknames or shortenings of your normal name, I think, are uh, aliases in a way. Right. Uh, so, I mean, when you, you know, like I said, when I'm with my family, I'm I'm Mikey. You know, it's a very, you know, I, I've never grown up to them and probably never will. So, yeah, it's just one of those things that it's like I'm in that kind of headspace of like, okay, I'm the, I'm the baby of the family uh, because, you know, after me, so there's no more breeding. So that's the trouble. I should have knocked someone up to, so there could be a new baby of the family and I wouldn't be me anymore. <laughs> but, <laughs> you're, you're always the child until you produced a child. Well, oh, well. Oh, well. I have to live with that. Uh, I'm fine with that. Uh, or even your parents. I mean. Your, your mom probably has a real name, but to you, she's mom. She's mom, yeah. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, these are aliases because there's different fa- fractions of factions. Uh, facets, thank you. Facets of our personality. And I think we name each differently, especially online. It's like, I think, uh, like, you'll have your pup name. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're in pup space or playing yep. around. You get to reinvent yourself, I think. And those... Facets can be focused and invented to be the person you want. A lot of people have con names when they go, it's like, what do you want on your badge? Yeah. And I'm always like, well, put Mike. <laughs> That's my name. Because uh, one time I did use a nickname and it was just very confusing. I was like, no, I, in cons I go by Mike. I don't have any, you know, Stormlord or anything like that that I go by. Or a nickname, you know, mm-hmm. a simple name nickname. Uh, so, but, you know, in your cons, you sometimes are very much a different person than you are in your real life. Uh, yes, thank goodness. <laughs> yes. And the third, and then the final, third and final way of changing name is just uh, you change your life. Uh, if someone's transitioning, they don't usually stick with their uh, original birth certificate name because they're changing genders and names are gendered in our society. Or you want to be a different person. All right. Or, I mean, I know people who've just changed their name because... One guy didn't particularly care for his birth name, so he adopted his uh, camp nickname. He'd go by, and he had that change to his legal name. So I yeah. think, you know, that's another thing, yeah. is when you go through a major life change, you sometimes adopt a new name. Getting married. You yeah. Know, you suddenly become uh, Mrs., and your old name goes away sometimes, and the new one pops up. Or, you know, 
you hyphenate both names, but now it's a new entity. So I think exactly. that's been part of the rein, a reinvention on a basic level of yourself, not just wearing a facet. So to me, all those aliases are always, you know, one of those three things. If there's more than, hey, listeners, tell us. It's like, well, what about this? And I was like, oh, okay. One thing uh, about terminology mm-hmm. and, and that I like that you did, because you said original birth name. Mm-hmm. And I like that. What what I don't like is the expression real name. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. Did I say that? I hope, no, I no, you, I, no, you did not. But it's a bugaboo for mine. Yeah. I do not like this, like, real name. It's like, oh, but I could see slipping. Yeah, no, no, okay. no, you you did not. But, no, I want to bring up the the point of the terminology that, yeah, that, that the idea of real, no, it, real name. Because the real name is fake. Yes. It's like, oh, well, what are your fake names? It's like, hmm. Yeah. Which no. sometimes they are. I mean, you know, sometimes your screen name is just something silly and stupid that you just couldn't think of better, so... You know, it isn't you, it's... Or you're hiding behind something. Right. Maybe you don't want to be known that you are, you know... Some names can be fake. Yeah, and... Even to yourself. Yeah, no, what, whatever but, name you give mm-hmm. me, it, you know, represents who you are and is real for you at that time and in that mm-hmm. context, right? I mean, like, I would never dare to ask, you know, a, someone who is presenting in drag, you know, what's your... I, I wouldn't, A, I would never be so tacky as to say, what's your real name? I wouldn't even be so tacky as to say, what's what's your boy name or, or what's your legal name? I'm like, really? no, because I'm not interacting with yes. boy you. I'm, I'm interacting with you, and I can see you as curious. this fabulous creature. Yes. But I can see curiosity in that, what if you're hitting it off and they want to go out with you later? As you know, non-drag persona, and then, then that it would be like, a pr- oh. Yeah, so how yeah. do I yeah? yeah yes. How how, so how, how do I find you in the yes uh, yeah? How do I find you in the yellow pages <laughs> or on the book of faces or things like that? Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, the I, I remember a very awkward moment where uh, there's a guy who was a bit drunk at the bar. I was with a friend. Uh, my friend is about half. First Nation, Native American ancestry. Mm-hmm. And his first name is very much, you know, it, it sounds like a Native American name. Mm-hmm. Which is odd because his last name is like a standard first name, like European first name. So everyone, I'm sure, gets it mixed up. Like, they probably think that that, you know, Native American sounding name is his last name. So he's like, you know, okay. Mike Running Deer. That's not his name, but I just made one up. Um, right. So, but maybe, but no, it's... The order it is on mm-hmm. stuff is running deer, Mike. So that's a little confusion. So he like introduced himself by his first name. And this guy's like, no, but what's your real name? Not thinking, but in what, oh, he, I, oh. well, no, what he wanted was he figured, you know, he wants, what's your, what, how do they say that in whatever tribe you're from? And I'm like, the tribe he's from is a bunch of people living in an arbor. And that is his real name because he knows nothing but English. He's an American. He know one language. Yeah. English. And, and yeah, the, the, the yeah, native the, the, language for half his family, he doesn't speak. So technically yeah. that name is his yeah. real name. <laughs> but it was it was awkward because my friend just kinda of looked at him and I kinda of understood what was happening. It's like, no, that that is his real, real name. Real name. He yeah. knows by nothing else. <laughs> so but also, yeah, so that yeah, when you said real name, I'm like, Yeah, I just remember that. Delightfully yeah. awkward. Bless the child who is like, he was so drunk. He's also kind of a mess. But that, I <laughs> Oh, it's, speaking of 
drunk messes. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I, I had one of my Facebook friends um, was posting on Facebook and bragging that he passed out drunk and woke up in the back of an ambulance. Oh. I'm like, oh, puppy. I don't know. How, um, that's, and, not and, quite and, a, that's not quite a bucket list kind of thing. Unless, yeah. Unless... And, yeah, no. Yeah, no, and and he was too happy and proud about it, and I'm like, oh, puppy, you're heading towards rock bottom. I want to give you a soft landing, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you, especially if they are, you know, finding you know some sort of sense of pride and how wild. I mean, I remember once upon a time I was dating someone. We went on a couple dates. I should say that this crazy twenty one year old. And by crazy, I'm not like the good fun kind of crazy. Let's mm-hmm. have an adventure. But um, he was, we met for lunch. He was looking still hungover. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, he was not proud, but he was amused by the fact that he woke up shirtless in his car on the phone with his father at 6 a.m. Uh, covered in his own vomit. And there was a scrape of yellow paint on the side of the car and a chain from like some chain link wrapped around his rear bumper. So probably a gas station or something. He just broadsided a pylon and ripped off some of the chain and had no memory recollection of even how he remembers drinking at the bar. And then he was waking up in the morning on the phone with his dad, just not having a coherent conversation. But that's when his consciousness came back. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's like, that's, that's your time to realize (laughs) something. And he was just like, ha ha. Tee-hee, tee-hee. Isn't that funny? And it's like, no, it's not No, funny. it's disturbing. I think, my re- I think my response is, well, I didn't hear about any hit and runs last night, so you're probably safe from having murdered someone. And that kind of, like, shocked him. And it's like, what do you think could have happened? You know? It could have been so much worse than you probably destroying something in a gas station. Yeah. But I think also the fact that, yeah, getting a call from your son where he's incoherent at 6.30 in the morning probably is a point where you... I'd say, maybe we should look into your life choices, boy. Yeah. Your drinking has affected me in the following ways. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, that I, but I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe gallows humor or this is where my life is. You know, I, this is, or this is me. I just have to accept that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to, back to the names. Names. Yes. Yes. Um, Sling Bear asked, how the hell did I come up with that name? Is for him. Yeah, oh, yes. oh, you came this, up with yeah, Sling Bear. Yeah, I'm the one who came up with Sling Bear, which... How could you not? It fits really well. It, 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 he it, loves it, slings. <laughs> he has some great fun in slings. and uh, He's a big old bear. bear. I, it sounds like Drop Bear to me. Sling Bear. Drop Bear. You know, <laughs> hear about Drop Bear. But yeah, when you say that, it's like, it, it fits how I know him. Yeah, I mean... I mean, which I only really know him through Dungeons. Yes. And I know he has many other facets to his life. I see stuff on Facebook talking about job and career and stuff. I, you know, you've had meals with him. And yeah. I've, I've never, I've only seen him at Dungeons. So Sling Bear really works for me. Yeah, I mean, I you know, going through some of the obvious features and how I know him mm-hmm. and working my way through. Yeah, th- yeah, I just kind of settled on Sling Bear. I mean, at first... I wanted to use, um, I like to use screen names, mm-hmm. right? Like when I talked about Big Boots, that's mm-hmm. what he goes by on Ass Pig and Recon mm-hmm. and all that. The problem with Sling Bear is that he's like you. 
uh, his his recon and online presences are very close to his actual name. Uh, yeah, close yeah. to his the name he uses in his professional life. Mm. So I didn't want to use any of those. So I was like, I got to come up with something. Got to come up with something, and <laughs> I was gave it. him that, and it kind of stuck. I mean, he he hasn't really objected to it. <laughs> I think I think he finds it uh, lightly amusing, but. Um, so yeah, that, that's how I came up with that name. Um, and I mean, some names yeah. were given, uh, you know, the, 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 the name I go by with the running club is mm-hmm. you are assigned a name after you've done something to stand out and usually it's kind of naughty and something that would be, uh, our criteria is, is it something that you'll be embarrassed if we yelled across the bar at you? Like if you walk in and we say, Hey, so-and-so, will it be something like, Oh God. So and it's funny because I met people in this running club when I've been with, you know, their families or my family when we're like, and we don't know each other by our real, we don't know our real <laughs> names. And that came up too, because we turned, we, um, again, I just said real names, but, uh, but yeah, in that case, it is more non-scene name. Yeah. But it is more real. I, I consider, you know, my name more real than the nickname I have from that running club because right. the running club is, it's a small part of my life. So I will consider, but uh, we use that term, uh, we use the term mommy names. And someone was but, like, what's that about? What if you don't have a mom? It's like, it, it was someone who... Everybody under- had a mother. <laughs> yeah, you came out of someone. Uh, until we get uterine replicators online, you came out of somebody. And they, they or at least someone around them, named you. So whatever is on your driver's license or birth certificate is your mommy name. But this person was very confused. Like, what's my mother have to do with this? It's like, I don't understand mommy name. And it's like, she gave it to it's you. Just, it's just <laughs> yeah. how we talk about it. But yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, what, yeah. Son, what does your well, mother no. call you? <laughs> I guess that's the thing. I don't worry. I don't feel bad about calling my actual name, real name to that name because I'm the one doing the calling. Right. I've, I've said what, who I am really. Although I do like the aspect of who I am with that group because... It's a lot more fun. <laughs> and slightly less sober. Uh, so much less sober, which is a good thing for me. Me sober is kind of, I'm very quiet and I wouldn't say boring, but it's hard to get to know me when I'm sober. When I'm not sober, you get to know me a little bit better. And it usually goes over well, so I'm like, yay. With, uh... That's the second time we've hit on alcohol this episode. We might have to spend another full episode on better living through chemistry in in all sorts of chemicals. Yeah, I mean, there's there's the self-medicating, but then there's the actual medicating. I'm sure my life would be way better if I was on some dosage of anti-anxiety drugs. I'm very functional, but... It could be fine-tuned. <laughs> well, we'll we'll put a pin in that and <laughs> come back to it in another episode. Uh, okay. Oh, I also want to talk about how I where the name of the podcast actually came from. Mm-hmm. Right now, it is, of course, the a spoonerism of a rather famous um, public radio show. Mm-hmm. But I can't take credit for. Which no longer exists. Which even by that name, <laughs> right? Which which doesn't exist by that name. Uh, um, but I really can't come up with credit, or, or I cannot claim credit for coming up with the with that on my own. Um, I actually remember it from. It was a uh, April Fool's Day episode of All Things Considered. Okay. And oh, well, they always have one of their, they usually will always have 
one fake story. Well, no, th- this oh. wasn't this wasn't fake stories. They were airing bloopers. Oh, okay. And this was far enough back when it's Thursday, and that's when we read your letters. Okay. Okay. And so somebody wrote in about a Prairie Home Companion, and the announcer got as far as, now I was listening to a Harry, and then it, his co-host just completely lost it. She's like, a Harry Prone Companion? <laughs> uh, so, okay. so, so, uh, so we stole it. We, yeah. Well, yes, of course. L- t- listen to everything and steal from the best. They weren't using it. No. They laughed it off. We'll claim it. Okay. And you know, I, you know, speaking of not using it, um, before I started this podcast, I did a Google search mm-hmm. for a Harry Prone Companion to see what's going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, and a blog did pop up, but it had not been updated in five years. Okay. And I'm like, they're they're probably not using it anymore. So we're using it now. Well, it's funny because you mentioned that on All Things Considered, they, every April Fool's, one of the stories will be fake. Ah, okay. Uh, one was like uh, the what is it, Boston Celtics basketball team mm-hmm. was officially changed the pronunciation to Celtics. Because that's the proper way to pronounce, and and you know that's a simple one. Usually, there's hints in there that might not be the case, but sometimes you can go all the way through the story and it's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> and, and various things like that. Sometimes they're much more obvious because I think everyone's waiting for which one of these will be. But if you aren't realizing what day it is, it can just be like, huh? And they don't let on at all during the episode. They'll just do the story as if it was truth. <laughs> in other words. Real fake news. Real fake news. <laughs> well, you know, it's April 1st, the one day of the year mm-hmm. when that's allowed. You know, oh, yeah. I so fucking hate that. I, Facebook, just turn off Facebook. Oh, edit. yeah, no. I'm, people are like, oh, guess what? I'm getting married. Oh, guess what? I'm pregnant. Oh, guess what? All this stuff. And it's nothing outrageous. I'm like, congratulations. And it's like, look at the date. I'm like, or news you really want to hear. It's like, oh, this TV show got renewed. Yay! Look at the no. name. You fuckers. Do not toy with my heart like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, 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 I want Firefly again, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, it, it's also my husband's birthday. Oh. So I take the first of every April off from mm-hmm. the internet. No Facebook, no Twitter. Mm-hmm. I still go to Pornhub. But, but yeah, no. Only thing yeah, I think is no social the, media. They change all the categories, so it's like, oh, I want to watch guy and guy, and now you're into lesbian porn section. Uh, well, I mean, they they do highlight interracial porn every Martin Luther King Day, so. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, as for my names. Mm-hmm. Arcane came from my dalliances with neo-paganism back in high school, okay. um, which is also around the same time that we got the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one of my, that was, you know, my first email address mm-hmm. was arcane at hotmail, which no longer exists. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has kind of stuck with me as my internet persona. Um, and then, you know, doing this and in the kink world, you know, again, after I turned 35, I have been exploring the more dominant side mm-hmm. of my king. So I added Sir. It became Sir Arcane. And going back to, you mentioned about conventions mm-hmm. and the name badges that you have. So Claw 2015. 2015? Yeah. 2016. 
2016. This is 2018. Okay. I missed one. Okay. So yeah, clock 2016. Yeah, when you're saying 2016, I thought, oh, last year. It's like, nope. no, year before. No more. Okay. Um, I had that on my badge, mm-hmm. uh, Sir Arcane. And I was asked, so who knighted you? Mm-hmm. You're Sir Arcane. Who knighted you? And my response was, my first boy. He was the first one to call me Sir. And it stuck. So that's Yeah, it. Sir is usually a, a name that gets imposed upon us. Either as you know, a queen hitting you with a sword, or that person who just like you always remember that first time you get Sirred. It's like, oh God. Yeah. first time you get Sirred, first time you get daddied. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> and, and as for my pup name, uh Pop Lucky Strike, um it made me laugh in the shower one day because I, I was just starting to explore puppy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, having a pup name is, you know, part of the pup scene. And I was like, okay, what what sort of pup name do I want? And it just flashed into my head. Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, <laughs> so free and easy on the draw. I'm like, we got a winner here. Well, yeah, like I said, I go by Lansing Mike. Mostly of just laziness. It's like I'm in Lansing and my name's Mike. <laughs> also, whenever someone says, "What you know?" Oh, my name is Bob. I'm in Ireland. Blah blah blah. It's like, where are you? And it's like, I'm in Lansing. My name is Mike. Hence the name. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, which makes me sometimes think they're a bot. It's like you can probably yeah. figure this one out. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't remember which one I used that on first. Maybe Gay.com or something. It just was it. Just seemed easy. I'm always one of those ones who's like, oh shit, oh shit, I can't, you know, I can't figure out a good name. It's like, come up with a screen name, come up with a character name. Uh, uh, fuck, I don't know. So once I came up with it, and I use it for so many things, like, I think it's the screen name. I think Facebook once asked for screen names. I don't know why, I don't know where it shows up, mm-hmm. but Lansing Mike's my one on that one. I don't know where you'd ever see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, originally, oh. yeah, back in first generation of Facebook, there were, yeah, usernames. Okay, uh, so that, maybe that's it. It, it was... still, still had full name that they showed everybody, yeah. but... It, oh, you can make a username because it's so probably prevalent. Well, uh, the, the username was your unique identifier in the system because okay. there are a lot, you know, oh. even though it shows... There's a lot of John Smith. John Smith, right. There, there, there's lots of John Smith. Okay. There's lots of Dave Whites in the world. Okay. So they needed... Um, Some way to say it. Right, okay. a username, and they didn't want to use whatever email you sign, okay. signed up with. Um, even, it, yeah, the emails, sometimes people's email or Twitter handles. My Twitter handle is not Lansing Mike because I made it so long ago, but it's mm-hmm. just a really obscure reference from a series of books even if you read the books, you probably would not understand what it is. I just threw it together, uh, which is funny because those books are now about to become a, a Netflix series. So I'm really looking forward to that because that'll be really fun. Some fun science fiction. Uh, but yeah, you can tell, like, I think my first, one of my first emails was like Michigan Fairy or MI Fairy. And it was like the F-A-E-R-I-E kind of spelling. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh. And I, you know, I think that was my AOL <laughs> handle. And so it's like interesting where, you know, just where, what phases our lives are in when we, I keep hearing yeah. people uh, uh, apologizing for their Twitter handles because like, because a lot of them come from gaming. Mm-hmm. So there's one podcaster I love, but she has to spell it out letter by letter because just by hearing it, you aren't going to figure it out because it's some sort of 
elven name she had as a character for D anD. d You you can change your. But once you've established, I think well, like, that, that, yeah, that's I don't true. Know. Yeah, if you've established a brand or it's out there as that, like printed on stuff, and it's like come to me at this. I wonder how long it will redirect from an old account to. I uh, oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, and also I think some people just establish it. Like I said, my my uh, nickname I got for the running club. I love it. You know, it's it's something I will get tattooed on me at some point, and it you know. I do identify with that name a lot because it's a cool group and some very cool people. And they know me as that. So, And I think if I ever do a pup name, it might just be that pup with that that word because it works. Hmm. I have a weird sigil that I've developed for it. And that yeah, I've, I've, I've seen your, your weird sigil on... Uh, on posts on, in, around town? Uh, it's on, 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 certain... on beer glasses at DBC. Oh, okay. Wait. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, because I didn't label my, my cups it just because it works. Uh, it's also on certain underpasses because chalk doesn't wash off if it's not in the rain. <laughs> Funny so that. Go somewhere in Lansing, you drive, I'm like, oh, there's, there's, there it is. <laughs> there's half of it that survived. So, yeah, I just saw that Saturday. I'm like, oh. Well. Uh, They'll probably think it's gang sign. We've had that happen in neighborhoods. Oh, well. Well, um, it... When you are more serious about getting the tattoo, I do recommend a Splash of Color in East Lansing. Okay. Um, they do very good work there. I've and heard good things about Fish Ladder also. I, I, yeah, I've, I, uh, Splash of Color is where I got my nipples okay. pierced. And so I, I can't speak to uh, working with any of the tattoo artists directly, but I saw their portfolios. Okay. And they look nice. And I can say that it's, you know, incredibly, you know, well maintained, high, sterile, hygienic, and you know pro- proper procedures and all of that. So, mm. yeah, um, you know I've got my my one tattoo that is my personal symbol um, that you know I I designed mm-hmm. my tattoo, and I'll post that to the Facebook group. Um, yeah, because I, I don't think I've associated it that much with the podcast up until now. But mm. yeah, I'll, I'll share it, uh, with everybody on the cool. the Facebook group and. Um, we need to share your pillow. Oh, on the I sent that to you, right? You did send it Good. to me via text message, so I'm I might I'll post that to the group okay. uh, as well. And uh, I can never get the lighting yeah. right. It 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 yeah, it's a nice batik uh, uh, fabric, but yeah, in my lighting, my living room does not yeah. show it off. Well. So on that note, moving on to crafting. Craft. Yes, I have finally and. Uh, might take a picture of it of this as well, or I might wait until I have it. Um, I like the colors. Uh, until there's more of it, but yeah, I've I've got. It's kind of just a headband right now, doing it uh, in double crochet all the way around, and then. Now, what is that going to become? Hat ish, okay. uh, or at the very least, um, just wrap around the head to keep okay, the ears warm. Okay. Yeah. And the color uh, red, black, and gray. Is yes. The... Yes, I, I, I saw this particular yarn at Sticks and Strings, okay. and it spoke to me. So I was like, I think I will get that one. And what did I craft-wise? Oh, um, so my friend who was supposed to help me work on a project, but she's been having a kind of a annoying life this year. Uh, I saw her at the convention. She's like, we got to get together to make that thing. And I'm like, yes, but... I bought my own sewing machine <laughs> while waiting. And she's like, oh, no. And it's like, no, I still need instruction. I need, I need help. <laughs> So just because I have the sewing machine means that I don't need yours, but I still need right. much help with it. So so hopefully we'll make a a, a a sewing date and do that. Yes, and 
Fritzy, as a, a sign of appreciation for making him uh, come so hard he couldn't walk for, for 15 minutes, uh, he also gave me uh, some yarn oh. uh, that he's not using, which okay. uh, nice wool brin. Gray, gray. Yeah, and grays, blues, oh. greens. Um, oh, and a, a pen and pencil. Cool. <laughs> Bonus. Bonus. Oh. Call now and get a free pen and yeah. pencil. And um, yeah, I, there's another project. Um, ooh, I, and that, that looks ooh. nice and chunky too. That, that looks nice good. Joanne, big thick gray. Yeah. yeah cool. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, oh, there's, I have an idea for a, a doll, even though they're super common, mm. uh, a little stuffed Cthulhu, because that would be a appropriate prop for one of the role-playing games I'm in for another character, uh, but it has to look like it was made by a small child. So I was looking for, I just need to find the right material and probably, I'll probably actually machine stitch it mm -hmm. and then turn it inside out and stuff it, but then go over and re-stitch the edges like in a, maybe a thick yarn. Uh, a thick, yeah. Make it look like it was just made, you know, thrown together mm -hmm. by a, you know, a very, not very articulate hand. Uh, so I was like, oh, so that, I was sketching that out and I had a coupon, which I, it expired yesterday. Oh. But I need to go to Joanne's. I really want something like like green uh, burlap, but I don't know how well that will stuff. Uh, it's from a there's a, a, a you don't know Jack uh, oh, TV. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that's uh, the one that has yeah, all these, the, yeah, the, the, the Jack one. box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have one that's a trivia quiz, and you have these little dolls that represent you. And I like the look of them. They look like they're made from burlap, but they're not made in the real world. They're just yeah. And and there's a, Avatar. So I'm like, how would that really work for sewing? I was like, probably not well. And, Maybe and, just a dark green felt. Yeah, I, I want to get the Jackbox, but I really need more friends to play it with it and a time to play it. Because there's like a dating game on there called Monster Seeking Monster. Yeah, I played that. It was really weird and awkward. Oh, okay. You're, you're, it's real-time real texting. Because you play oh. it through your phones. So you're a monster and you have a secret. And then you are texting other players, like trying to get them to date you. And it's kind of awkward. Maybe it'll be better with like a group of like gay kinksters who... but. But also, just the re when I'd get rejected, you only have so much time to send so many messages, and it's... You, you can't type fast enough. With... Or just, there's not enough time in it. I don't think it's a very well-designed game. Mm. It didn't feel appropriate to me, or, or terribly user-friendly. But, uh, but yeah, so, and also, even when you get rejected just jokingly, it's like, that hit it, me. It still hurts. It's like, God damn it! why don't I want my mummy? <laughs> But yeah, so that Why was, don't you love me like the other boys do? But we yeah, are with a different crowd. It might be different. So maybe uh, that's. I think I've seen all of the other Jackbox games broadcast on Twitch TV, okay. which is this online uh, gaming streaming forum. But yeah, um, they were going to go into Monster Seeking Monster, but I wasn't able to stick around okay. for. Um, the only other crafting thing is that I noticed that one of our one of the Kingsters that we know is also crafty that he knits on a frame. Okay. Um, with, oh, with, oh, the loom. Yeah. The loom yes, knitting. Yes. The, the, the loom knitting with really Super chunky, yeah. chunky, soft yarn. And it just, oh, those just feel so good. And yeah. And it works pretty fast. It's like, it's an interesting yeah. way of uh, producing articles. And Yeah. I mean, my, my only complaint about the loom is that you can't, it seems like it would be difficult to adjust for size. Okay. Um, but you can. Seems like you can really only produce one size with that loom, as hmm. opposed to. 
making adjustments. But mostly the looms were plastic and not terribly expensive, so maybe they must have different size looms. To... They probably do. Because when we say loom, we really mean basically it was a kind of a a circlet of plastic with pegs, pegs. sticking out, and then you weave the yarn through. The... And then hook over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, upcoming events. Uh, Friday. First Friday. It will be first Friday. And then uh, Detroit Bondage mm-hmm. Club uh, on Saturday. If and something falls through then, but yeah, we just made these plans Friday night. It's like, can we do Friday? I'm like, no, I can never do first Friday. They're like, well, how about Saturday? I'm like, okay. Not thinking, <laughs> well, first Friday is, uh, uh, first Saturday is always DBC. DBC and yeah, yeah. I, always for, I always forget. But um, also coming up, um, and we we just cleared this. Um, so at Claw, mm-hmm. I'm going to Claw. Sling Bear is going to Claw. Cool. And Pup Fritzy has registered for Claw, and we're all going to be in one room with with a king-size bed. (laughs) So that should be... Interesting. uh, Three three big bears who probably all snore like lumberjacks in one hotel room. Earplugs. That's... that's... Yeah, earplugs, no strips, and... Yeah, probably not. Probably spending as little time in the room as possible, mm-hmm. finding no. There's uh, lots of stuff. Uh, yeah, finding other things to or do, or not even making it to the room. I've I've gotten to enjoy uh, a room as a single because roommate people I was sharing with at the time. Yeah, found uh, things to do in other rooms that night. So I'm like, sweet. I had a bed <laughs> all to myself, and that was really nice. Yeah, I all I really need is a place to store. The changes of clothing, mm-hmm. and I'll probably want to take at least one shower over the claw weekend, mm-hmm. and a, a a place that I can shave and and take and a non-public bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, claws coming up uh, end of April. That's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Like, is it April yet? No, not yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, yeah, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, come spring there'll be you know the uh, camp uh, Creek Ridge. Yes, I I had the one time there last time and enjoyed it, but that was at the end, toward the end of the season. So mm-hmm. it's like all this winter I've had the hankering. It's like I want to go back camping. Um, there's also Sagatuck Camp. It would be, I finally hit that once last year. So I know people go there regularly. So. Mm-hmm. I just probably hitch along with one of those weekends. Uh, and then also, there's someone they've met that is into, like, well, yeah, I hate that term real, but I will say it. Real camping. Uh, to <laughs> Not non kinky camping. But, no, uh, I hope it's kinky, but uh, no, you bring on a backpack, walking miles to a site. To me, that's real camping. Uh, hi- uh, yeah, adventure uh, camping. It's yeah. Adventure camping, backpack camping. Hike in, yeah. But yeah, I'll be judgmental. To me, that's real camping. When you're camping out of a car, when you have a trailer, an RV, just staying at a motel or a cabin, that's not real camping. That, that's, yeah. <laughs> no, that's super judgment. No, it can be fun. I mean, yeah. all of them are fun, but to me, camping is you carry your shit into the woods and you carry your shit out of the woods. So, not that I ever do that. But this person's into that kind of stuff, so I'm like, ooh. I'll have to get a more real backpack. And I definitely have to get a real backpack for that. I'll use the term real for that one. But. Yeah, so, something with a hip belt and a frame. Yeah, yes, and all that. The one I have now is great for conventions or shit, but you wouldn't want it over 
miles. Yeah, the the only um, the only backpack I have these days is a string draw bag. No. Yeah. Suppose I have one of those, a recon one that I picked up by IML, and I'm still looking for it because it's just a big old black bag with recon on it, and I just I want it. That'd be great for DBC and Sunders. Yeah, no, I got mine as a free gift when I bought my kilt. Okay. Because no pockets in the kilt. Got, oh. got to have somewhere to, to keep sense. your stuff with you. Uh, and on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com. Tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com or the Harry Prone Companion Facebook group. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sir Arcane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.